You are listening to an MLGA Network podcast. Welcome to Make Liberty Great Again, the best damn liberty podcast that you've never heard of. I'll be your guide as we peer into the ridiculous reality that is our society and our government. Let's get to it. Welcome to Make Liberty Great Again. I'm your host, Cam Harless, and today I have a plethora of people who are going to join me, and we're going to talk about this god-awful year and whatever else comes to mind. But first, I, I figure I should, since this is going to be audio as well, I should introduce them as they come on so that you're not like confused by voices. So first off, it's your girl, Jessica Green. She, hey, everybody. Don't tell her, but I've secretly made her my co-host, and she doesn't know it yet. Don't. <laughs> but she's she's here and returning for the third week in a row. Also, Mr. Warren Dent. Hello, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing and, great. Uh, <laughs> and also, we have so many. We've got we've got Miss Miss Maddie from the Voluntary Vixens, who is taking a nice sip of water before we get started. And there's Miss Monica Perez, who is. Hi. Very clearly a friend of the show. And w- who is Monica Perez without Mr. Brad Binkley? That's what I want to know. Enjoying some water as well. <laughs> Stay hydrated. And, and we have to cover all of our bases here on the MLGA network. And so we have a token black man, Mr. Thaddeus Preston. Thank God. I, I appreciate it, guys. So welcome to the stream, and thank you everyone for showing up for this. Because I was thinking, I, I had told Maddie and Ryan and all of them probably two months ago, we need to do a crossover episode with the network. And so when when Monica came on and said, hey, I would like to do one with all of you from the network, I was like, let's, okay, let's do it. <laughs> okay. So like I said, I need to, I need to talk about something. My wife is 38 weeks pregnant. So, Congratulations ahead of time. Thank you. Yes. So not that much ahead of time. Not at all. Give me, she give typically gives birth at 38 weeks. So we are in the final countdown as per her body clock. And I just wanted to discuss how um, disgusting the, the female body is and how <laughs> disgusting clinical terms people use during pregnancy are. Like today, my wife had what they call, this is gross. Prepare yourselves. This on is it. Gross. She had what's called the bloody show. And I think that's disgusting and abhorrent to say. So I just call it the Tarantino. <laughs> so if I, if I mention the Tarantino, that's what I'm talking about. Um, also, mucus plug is disgusting. And that's all I wanted to say. Mucus plug? It's got to come out. I'm just trying to imagine. Well, not, not trying to not imagine. <laughs> You're cursed. I can't unsee the bloody show. I you cursed us all. Every single one of us represents one mucus plug. Ah. Oh, wow. That's a thought. I guess, though, if you're twins, maybe you only get a half a plug. What? <laughs> not a whole plug. And this, is plug. The, this is the kind of depth you can expect from people. <laughs> This is what we're you here started. for. <laughs> it's true. I very intentionally started that. I was I, after, this morning after all that. I was like, first off, that's the grossest thing to call anything ever, and so I renamed it. And I did that was a tweet of mine. I was like, I'm going to tweet this, and then I was like, I've got to talk to these people about this briefly. Mm-hmm. So, 
How disgusting is that terminology? <laughs> like, why, why, why not? Why not make it a little bit less disgusting? Like, something flowery would be nice. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> there is Baby a movement cork. in in high schools I'm right now. I'm not even sure what it is to be honest with you. Don't Google it. <laughs> I won't. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to fall for that. That we've we've had that happen a few times on shows. <clears throat> live googling <laughs> went wrong. So. I was talking to Maddie earlier today, and she said something about how Monica has called everything that's happened this year in advance. And so I, I figure what we have on our hands is a prophetess in Miss Monica Press. She just knows the future. And so I am curious. Maybe, maybe uh, Maddie can give the best highlights. But what was it that she said that you were like, I hope that doesn't happen. And then when it happened, you were like, Oh shit, she was right. Um, I would say, and like, this is something I wanted to tell Monica anyway, but like, I'm literally living, especially cause I'm a few days late sometimes on your guys' podcasts. Like it's hard to keep up with your daily drive time news blast, especially because I subscribe for the fate patron 15 so it's a longer bit but it's worth it so <laughs> no, it's a you're, welcome. Of you're welcome for the plug everyone thank but you. it's necessary thank you thank you very thank much you. um but like i'm literally living a weekly like work meeting where i hear the prop uh like the response that the propaganda is asking for I'm literally hearing it in my work meetings every week. And you guys are like calling it ahead of time. And I'm just like, oh God, this is scary. Like, it's really bad. But um, I so do get a lot of credit for some of the stuff that Binkley uh, digs up, which happened a lot when we were on WSB. But the one thing I think was <clears throat> really um, prescient was how Georgia was going to be the center of the voting thing. And that was based on a, a lot of work we did with Stacey Abrams, but Binkley's been keeping up on that all year. Yeah. And I even have in my notes from the day after the election, I wasn't even really expecting to, to be that extent. I was like, I, are they seriously going to make Georgia the center of all of this? I mean, it was almost too like uh, just hitting it right on the head all along. I did, I knew it would sh that Stacey Abrams, you know, and, I, and what Billy said, oh. she would be the center. But Georgia, really, I mean, it, it's amazing that how right on the nose we've both been. But Binkley's been keeping absolutely right on top of it, and and then also the event two hundred one stuff. I mean, we got taken off the air. I would. I mean, there's just really to the point where people who absolutely don't go down down the rabbit hole at all are like, wow, you obviously got taken off the air because of the event 201 stuff, which we were playing clips of their fake newscasts in February that I worried were like war of the world type things where people would think it was true that 65 million people died. But aside from that. that number, everything else is totally true. And I would, I literally called the day the stock market bottomed out. I was like, oh, 40%. This is the number. <laughs> I didn't have any money to put into it, yeah, but it was in event 201. I was like, it was a Monday. I was like, this is the day. 
you know, it was going to hit 19. And it was straight out of Event 201. I mean, I can't only take the credit for as far as like reading the words they put there for us. I mean, I don't know why they put corny, them there. They literally did this corny war game. It was the corniest thing I've ever seen. I've seen those Word videos. play. Yeah, I'm just like, what are they? Are they playing like a strategy game? Are they playing? Is it? This is the worst acting ever. And then, of course, it's all this bureaucratic double speak about this, <laughs> yeah. that, and the other stuff. And it's like, is this for real? And then, like, yeah, someone showed me that video like just a couple months ago. And it's funny that it's like, no, no, that's from last year. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. I, I'm going to do a retrospective. But what people I was going to say about the event to one thing, those people are the people who are running the world and they're so unimpressive. Like it's so depressing to me that 7 billion people are doing what they told us to do. And I mean, you could probably run circles around them just having like a conversation over dinner. And I just, it just pisses me. Yeah. Off. Yeah, yeah. 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 What's, what's very, very depressing is the fact that people like that. I used to fuck up for fun. You know what I mean? I used to just like bitch that. <laughs> yeah. And, like just, um, you know, it's, the uh, their minds. It, it's, it's funny because it's like, just like Tucker Carlson once said, it's just like, I'm not against elites. I'm just not that impressed with our current crop of them. And he's yeah. true. They're yeah. not impressive people. Yeah, I thought um, it was interesting. We're 201 that just the, the, <clears throat> the main idea that they all had was, business and government will rule this thing and everyone else will be below it. So they, they started, that was where they started was that we we're going to control everything. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty telling right off the bat. That was cer certainly was their common theme. Yes. Very interesting. Yep. And scary. Yeah. And I wish I had oh, been listening scary. to Monica earlier. That way I could have, bought in with my stimulus check on the bottom of the market <laughs> dude i know i always miss it because i i i think too deeply about these things that was really i was bummed about that though because i was like i knew it was coming i don't know i needed some, and, and what's remarkable this year is the amount of companies that are still going public what is this like Everyone said, well, the stock market's doing good. It's just like the stock market is the most divorced thing we have from what the actual performance of the global I economy it's, is. It's a real genuine wealth transfer <clears throat> from yeah. people who really added value to people who are connected, are the chosen ones, are the ones who will yep. cooperate. I mean, you can just see it like restaurants is a perfect example. I've been talking about it for years and years. Like mm. restaurants are the one place where like the blue collar, pink collar gal can really make a living. I used to make a yeah. killing in restaurants cash. Yep. And then a guy can open a restaurant, doesn't even speak English <laughs> and he could be the richest guy in the town. I was like, they've got to, the corporate system is not going to let them leave that money on the table. I didn't know what form it would take. But now you have all these all these great restaurants. Great restaurants will go away, and like just like Demolition Man, every restaurant's going to be Taco Bell. Just look. Well, at, just look. <laughs> that's funny. That's another movie I've watched during this whole uh, fiasco. Holds up still pretty well, even though it was corny. But I liked it. And yes, that is a terrible future if it's all Taco Bell. Because I've had better Mexican food personally. Yeah, but the <laughs> commercials though, as as the radio stations, that's fantastic. All they do yeah, is play jingles. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas music all the time. Yeah. So I, I went out to dinner last night, um, rebellious, I know, uh, indoor dining. Ah, scary. Uh, um, with members outside my own household. Stop, stop killing grandma. Alone. 
Well, you know, I, We're I've get seen, ripped I've off seen a few grandma right regularly. <laughs> I, I, I'll say like right now, my grandmother probably would have died sometime this year if we hadn't still been able to go see her because she is an independent living. She lost her youngest daughter this year. Ooh. And so if she was shut off from the rest of us, yeah, I don't know if she'd still be here. Um, she's cele- celebrating a birthday on New Year's Eve. So happy birthday, right. birthday. mum mum. But anyway, so I went out to dinner last night and I was, t- I was like saying this to sort of my sister who I, I don't give her as much credit as I should. And she's not listening or watching this. Maybe she will later. But um, so I was saying to her, I was like, you know, I really wish that like there were more restaurants like rebelling. We were overhearing this guy actually who was talking about the Max public house incident up in um, Staten Island. And so I was, you know, kind of in response to that, I was saying like, I really wish that like restaurant owners would be banding together, like, like the restaurant lobby or something that they would like actually as a group come together and not individually, because it's scary as hell to stand up as an individual. We get that, but um, like group together and lobby against this awful, evil piece of shit government. Um, local as well and so my sister goes they're just waiting for the bailout i was like ah could you imagine like waiting for a bailout from the same people that stole your livelihood yeah i mean yeah what's so disgusting about it is so we tend to think that this money was handed out for the ppp and all this other nonsense earlier in the year when we passed this massive stimulus check only to have we governments um, I don't know, for lack of a better word, like hold on to the money and pass out their largesse to the connected. Yeah. We still, mm-hmm. states are still sitting on tens of billions of dollars that they never handed out. Yeah. And, and, and like, in the meanwhile, let's just put the screws to these small businesses. You want a microcosm of what they want to do to you. Go to... Uh, Remember AB5, the California law that almost like that went into effect? They're trying to kill the side hustle. And then they think that mm-hmm. everyone should be an employee. And re- even when the restaurant industry was having a renaissance because of food trucks, they went after that. It doesn't matter. Like Unless you're you a Hollywood mean, film production, then you're allowed to. Oh, yeah, yeah. of course. Unless the you're bigger connected. the tent, the better then, yeah. Unless you're connected, yes. Unless you 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 are um, at the mercy of the state, and the but in the sense of, I don't see, I don't know how many business owners I've seen in Albuquerque TV who are actually accepting the fact that they have to be shut down for the third time this year and say, "Well, we got to do, what we got to do because you know we got to stop the spread." Again. I'm like, it looks like a hostage video. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, wait, dude, your your business is being destroyed. What are, you, what are you getting up here talking about? Well, if this is what the governor has to do, it's like, stop being a bitch. Yeah. yeah. They fear <laughs> persecution. Sympathizing, sympathizing with them, with their captor. What's that called? Stockholm Syndrome? Yeah. Yes. But they know. No, this is something that I kind of talked to, I believe, with Jessica and Dent before, but I was actually on the phone with my mom the other day, and I was like, everything that we're seeing right now with the uh, pandemic, uh, with all of the, all the restructuring, the great reset, all of that, it is a very clear indicator that since the 1920s, the, the elites and the government have never lost their heart on for economic fascism. 
And I was, I was telling this to my mom and she was like, could you please not say that word to me? And I was like, which one, fascism? You're and missing the like, point, mom. She was, she was like, no, 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 hard on. And I was like, oh, okay. And she was like, but the fascism, hard mama. wiener, Cam. So <laughs> did you, after that, did you say, well, I'm not even going to say it. I was going to say the opposite of that, but I, I don't want to go that dirty. That too. I'm Microsoft right but, now. Uh, <laughs> How about... Uh, the, but what I was going to say is that didn't you say, Binkley, that James Harden had to get a like six James, tests? Yes, James Harden had to get six tests before he was able to go back to. Well, he might have to get six tests, they're saying, in order to go back to camp with the Houston Rockets because he didn't obey and do training camp the way that they were supposed to do it. He went and trained at, his, at a college by himself, and he went to a rapper's birthday party, and he exposed himself without a mask to God knows who. So <laughs> now you have to get six fucking COVID tests, whatever that – what does that even mean? They'll probably be three and so, three. Right. <laughs> so my point is that – That's the seven. The people yeah. who – you know, the people who are running scared is because they're going to be persecuted. He has yeah. to get more yeah. tests than other people, as if more tests means it's more accurate. No, he's just being – and he's their best player. And they're, they're, of course. they. Well, I don't think that they want this to be a real season. I think they just need the yeah. season there so they can constantly have, like, Take it away from lists, us. COVID lists. Yeah. yeah and like, it's so serious yeah. that we have to keep canceling sports. Like, they keep trying, like, as right. you keep trying in real life. Like, you keep trying with your friends. But, no, we have to shut down the sports. Just we have to shut down your life. It's one more venue to sell it to you. Yes. Who yeah. wants to complete the um the Brady Bunch theme and see a nerd in 4K? <laughs> Let's do it. Where's he gonna pop up? Ryan, how are you doing? <laughs> Howdy. The kids are What's finally it? down. It's, a it's been a long evening. Mm. <laughs> you guys sound like you're having fun. Here's my question. Last last week on my episode with Jessica <laughs> and Jen, we talked about uh, doomerism and um, kind of the black pill and gum- coming against that because I am very anti-cynical. I, I think the black pill, um, I can interject. What is that exactly? So the black, okay. So you've got, the, you've got the, the, the blue pill, which is believing in the system, the matrix, what you're in, the red pill is rejecting it and seeing that the world we live in, the corporate press is all a very carefully constructed narrative to keep some very nefarious people in power. The black pill is when you've been red pilled, but you believe that we are going to lose, that, that the loss is inevitable, and we can't win. Nihilism. The opposite it's of yeah, nihilism. it's nihilism. The opposite yeah. of which is the white pill, which is which is hope. We can win. We will win. We are winning. And fuck these people. A, so yeah, so, in, in so right now we're at, we're in the Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> and hopefully we will get to Return of the Jedi. Okay, I gotta watch Star Wars. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought we were. I, I thought we were all here. No, I'm really okay. looking forward to the Ewok party. <laughs> the Ewok. I already live the Ewok party. Like all my friends are tiny. <laughs> but we we were talking about how you know all the people who were dooming about and talking about how awful everything is. They're missing the the good things the white pills they're missing the little bits of hope that we've seen throughout the year and mm-hmm. so like for me i would say besides just the complete unmasking of the corporate press um we one of the best white pills and one of the things that makes me happy every time i think about it is there was a i saw a video 
of a restaurant in New York. And it was right after they put back in the 10 o'clock curfew. And so you see this video of all the patrons still in there. They turn over to the clock and it's 10.01 mm -hmm. and they all chant together, fuck you, Cuomo. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, oh, this is what I need. The talking about secession. There's so many good things that are happening because of all the bad things. And so I was, I was wondering for each of you or whoever has one, what would you say is your white pill of the year? What about the last horrifying darkness that we've been in do you see as the light ahead? The, the, the little wins that we have going forward. MAGA boomer, -comer, MAGA boomer con types saying F the system and not believing in the political process anymore. Yeah. Or thinking yep. that they've Yay. been wrong. That's a good one. <laughs> yep. I think that Alice. for me, <laughs> I gave up, thank you, gave up completely on thinking that this could be resolved within the system and kind of migrated. I tried to turn from ANCAP to agorist, but I really, <laughs> I think I'm too old or I don't have the time to like grow stuff. So I'm a philosophical agorist. But when I came out as an agorist, I cannot tell you how many pictures of chickens i got from listeners like this is my chicken and uh i had no idea how many people are growing chickens so i'm gonna tell i'm gonna Were show you a picture one I'm saying, well this one i think i'm gonna show you i i, I got many pictures i'm gonna show you this is my absolute favorite one look at that is that some kind of chicken or what? <laughs> I don't want that chicken. <laughs> and if you want to see a cock, I think <laughs> <laughs> dropping cock pics. We really be uh, just really saying. So I think that's called get, a silky, gonna, by the way, and they're really cool. Wow, it, it is just you know. Google them. They're come neat. on, like it's the just cock's in, called a silky. No, they're called yeah. They're called silky. Here you go. Yeah, silky your cock. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> right? Is that a silky cock? I mean, <laughs> right? Anybody listening right now? Yeah, a lot know, of provocative pictures to you. Monica. Oh, sorry, I forgot. She's this just is audio. I thought showing us no confusion. Black cock on Beautiful. her phone. <laughs> black silky cock. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's what I'm going to we've got. <laughs> unsolicited <laughs> cock <laughs> so i'm getting a lot of these a lot of these pictures <laughs> chickens chicken chicken pictures chicken please chicken. no no maybe <laughs> eggs like Was that the mario lopez new movie a, a recipe for seduction i just saw pop yes. up on your screen yes wow. we were talking about, we're yeah. talking about <laughs> <cocks in between. laughs> that's amazing i'm so happy i hope they I do that for every single some... fast food character <laughs> wait is that real though I saw that. Real. No, no, that's, it's, it's going to be a, a real it's little mini movie it's going to be stupid but it's, it's like going a to be stupid in a good way wait. I would do another live stream just for that. So movie. there is a book series. And what is it? The KFC commercial? Yeah, yeah KFC is yeah, 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 KFC sponsors so, the baby. They, there's an erotic book series. I love that they're being inclusive enough on... to have like Colonel Sanders be played by Mario Lopez. Guy? 
I know what I'm dressing as for Thanksgiving next year. Not Thanksgiving, for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Thanksgiving too. I don't know. So we can safely say that the white pill of the year for everyone is Mario Lopez. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I do Obviously. think we're in a better place now that I've seen that. Because <laughs> we, no, we've talked about the fact that like Tiger King is what brought us all together, right? Or right at the, at the beginning of this pandemic when everybody was a believer. I'm not saying every one of us believed it, but Pan- we're all in this together, right? And so we all watched Tiger King, which was the craziest train wreck you could possibly watch. And we all came together with like, wow, Joe Exotic is a fucking psychopath. Also, I'm Carol Baskin, man. Every person person that walked on that screen was a psychopath. It was a cornucopia of psychopaths. No normal person. That bitch Carol Baskin. That was back when uh, they could still pretend that quarantine was going to be fun, guys. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. It was was fun for like a week. and chill. The thing about Tiger King, though, was the fact that even though it was in March, it feels like it was four years ago. Dude, it, yeah, yeah. I'm inclined to agree. March March mm-hmm. period feels like four years ago. Like each well, this whole yeah. season of this Mar- year. So my poor like daughter, like era. her birthday yeah. was on March 16th, and that's when everything went to hell oh, in a handbasket. We were going to take her to the Apple store because I wanted to buy her some AirPods. No, that shit, ne- that shit never happened. Never happened. <laughs> it all honest. broke down. Yeah, dude, it sucked. She turned like yeah, you know, she turned 17 years old. She's getting in, she's in her senior year Aww. and like the school year is like <gasps> that was sad. That's sad. She's doing all right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I so, can't imagine what it's like for especially high school kids. It's it's terrible. Even though yeah. they say they don't like school, they like the social interaction. They like right. the socialization. We hate school, but it was nice to be with friends all day and complain about how much we hated school. Hey, it's cool. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, and then so the title. I think they're going to start featuring. I think they're going to start featuring those stories, uh, and kids being, whatever, yeah. self harm. There's been a lot of those now. Yeah, even yeah there's a lot of that. Long, about it. Yeah. Now you want not just teenagers. You're not just killing grandma. You're killing teenagers by not getting the vax because the lockdown has to yeah. end. What do you exactly. want? Lockdown? They had one you don't realize how bad a lockdown is? There was one today that was like, mother gives birth to a healthy newborn baby. It dies of COVID before she ever holds it. Which I, I, I'm almost certain <laughs> no that, that that story is mostly bullshit. Not the baby possible. probably did die, but there was probably something else that happened. Completely. But, yeah. Not mostly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's no yeah, way. No, no. It's, mm-hmm. it's funny. And also, the, the most disappointing record. thing of the year has it died of COVID been... because they didn't let the mother have it and didn't let the mother feed it right. because, you know, no one could get close to the poor baby yeah, because yeah. of COVID. Yeah, and the that, poor thing started. That, that's the most evil shit. They, they intubated heard. it as soon as it came out of the womb and it never got out the intubator. It's my, I'm, it's my guess. That's <laughs> 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 what you do. The yeah. way that they've been, they've been starting to put oh, people yeah. on intubators again, just, and then they isolate them. And when you're isolated and you're on an intubator, Bye. you have to have people there to support you in order to <sighs> get off of the ventilator. Like that, yeah. that's part of it. There's study after study that show that people that have the support network, psychological, emotional, that is the key to getting off a ventilator and surviving. And then they put people on ventilators and they isolate them in a fucking dungeon yep. and they don't see anybody yeah. near them and then they die. Yep. Yep. Well, that's the crazy thing. A, a guy I knew in high school, 35 years old, died last week of the traditional COVID, you know, like symptoms. They said that he came down with COVID and then he went to the went to the hospital and his oxygen levels started shooting down 
And then they did all the things that they did, you know, that you heard them doing earlier in the year. And then they put him on the ventilator and he was, he just, yeah, he just, his oxygen kept going down and I then have, he was gone. It was nuttiest. It was just, I've not met a single person still hearing about people being put on those. Yeah. 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 They're useful no, no in one the right, I know. Condition, right situation with nothing else. But when you just put people on them and you isolate them, you're, you're giving them a death sentence. It's a last yeah. resort. It's not a treatment. It's a last it's not a resort. Treatment. Yeah. No. You have yeah. to put them and on the depressants. Any- <clears throat> for them to be able to tolerate having a tube down their lungs. So I think that, there, and there's something about those medications too that can make some people hallucinate and kind I have of delirium. Yeah. Yeah. I see you delirium. Jeez. And so having somebody that you know there helps ground you and you realize like you're not dead already. Yeah. Cause that's what a lot of people think. Like, yeah. You can't talk. You got a thing in your, you can hear, but you can't talk and it's, you don't have anybody to help you communicate. It's, it's a sad situation. Right. Well, That's before a long we, way we've come from silky black cock. <laughs> I was gonna yeah, say, yeah, we got real deep, real quick on that. Not that long. Not that long. We got balls deep, time. real quick, baby. No, no. We're all black pills now. You know, it's, it's black like by choice. Here's another thing that's been slightly disappointing to get back on the school subject. I have never seen, and this is the most disappointing aspect of this whole thing. I've never seen the MAGA crowd and conservatives fight so hard to send their kids back to government schools. Oh yeah, I've never seen this. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute, guys. I thought school choice and stuff. No, open up the schools. I'm like, what? Are you serious? <laughs> wait, wait, yeah. wait a minute. We were we were sick before in April. We were. I'm sorry. In like January, we were like, fuck school. And then like by like right. May, we're like, get the kids back into government schools. Send them back to the Romans. So well, because now they're you know, watching you at home. See, here's the thing I've always said. I can handle absolutely ever anything given the time to prepare. They really like shock can really mess with you. So now your choice isn't between like the Ron Paul school revolution and government (laughs) schools. It's that the government put the eyeball in your house House. and it's just, you know, and the kids are freaking out. And I know, I mean, with a little time, it would be good, but I actually think they did it this way so that people would kind of be forced to just accept the system that they were setting up because I remember them, advertising do you remember online school public online schools being advertised for a year or two like is your kid having trouble in school you can go to like k through 12.gov and get into this online school at home and i thought they are setting up to like replace homeschooling with government (sighs) homeschooling i'm a little worried about that that's the scary thing they do want to take over the homeschooling when that yeah. happened, I had said to some, it may have been Jessica. I think that we had that conversation early on where I was like, so there's, everyone's talking about how great it is that these kids are at home and being schooled at home, but it's all public school. And so I don't know if I could consider that a win. Yeah. And I remember it's us talking not. about that summer <clears throat> and like th- there is some wins that are happening where parents are seeing, yeah, parents are seeing what their kids are being indoctrinated the with and they're like whoa yeah, whoa like, what the no is this? whoa that's awful right yeah that's garbage well, that's why they say they don't want the parents in the room while you're in right. class right. because the parents that, might I'm actually be like that's bullshit yeah well that's the key they're making rules for how the kids are allowed to learn in their house what they're allowed to do uh you know all yeah. sorts of rules so they're already conditioning people to, oh, they just make edicts about what you can do in your own house. Yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. if it's school or anything. They obviously have no right to tell you what you can do in your own home. But yeah. if that's already the case, if they're already telling kids how they're supposed to learn in their home, 
then what's the line when they turn around and say, you know, obviously homeschoolers have to follow the same. Ryan, we, we, we all know we have to mask up special. and listen to what the uh, the school tells us up in the crib. I mean, like that's within reasonable. your house, masks yeah, right. within yeah, your own mask, house, right? Be that you in the bathroom? You be that you having sex? No, you no, you wear a mask. Got a mask up? Or wait, or wait till they they offer the new service where the teacher comes to the home just to check the environment to make sure that everything oh, is working. Well, they need to check. They yeah. need to check yeah. the technology. Yeah. They have to make sure the computers are working right because you know, and they have to make sure the kid knows how to use the microphone and everything. It's gonna be the sense of all protective services in your house. The teachers are yeah. scared. I feel like that's what the never answer the door for somebody with a lanyard. What? I think they're already there on the internet. Yep. Telling you, you know, and that was the same thing with the other stuff, the Obama phone and everything else is that they need everybody (laughs) to have, you know, to be connected. (laughs) Yeah. But they, but they, the people are watching the kids now. So I have these son and I have to intervene a lot with his schooling, even though there is a full-time person dedicated to him that the school pays for who's side by side with the teacher on the other side of the computer. So I have to spend all my time and they're actually paying a human being to keep my son from running away, but she can't, you know, anyway, but it's so crazy. But he watched watched me and I'm afraid, like if I go in there and he's like frustrated and they had him playing gym, doing PE. So in my office, he had like a stick and a baseball. What, how does that work? They do. They place. So what they'll do is they'll, yeah, they'll ask them to do certain things and then they just have to say that they did them. No, they're watching him do it. He has Down syndrome, and they're like, "Okay, oh, hit, you know, get a ball and get a bat." Oh no, it's fine. He's fine, but he's not like understanding. So he gets a baseball and a bat, and he's hitting it in the office with like a giant, you know, like <laughs> the biggest stuff. Bat they make. <laughs> and the PE teacher says, now we're- "I asked him if that was okay. I was like, how could it possibly be okay? What are you talking about?" That but then I come in and I'm like yelling at him, like, what the hell? What's the matter with you? And I'm like, oh my gosh, they're hearing me yell at him. They're going to write yeah. it up. You know, yeah. it's oh crazy. Here, class, that now we're going to play a fun game. Go count how many how many guns your parents own and bring the numbers back here. First person back here wins. <laughs> well, sure. did anybody else I'm sure they get questions. freaked out about the stories? I was seeing um, stuff like. And maybe it's again like clickbait and fake, but also we know these people in the way they work. So like the uh, things I was seeing after Thanksgiving was, um, you know, students were supposed to report and tell on their parents or tell on their family members if they were participating in non-COVID compliant activities. I mean, how Soviet Union wouldn't (laughs) surprise me at all. Yeah, that was a Republican governor, by the way. (laughs) Hmm. Wow. Uh, yes. The good old GOP, the grand old party, fighting for your rights. Right. Which <laughs> My friend's kid thinks Trump isn't president anymore because of what he learned at school. That's oh, in Georgia. Georgia. Hmm. What happened? Georgia's turning. How do we lose? How do we lose it? Lose. How do we lose it? How did liberty Abrams, get lost? Stacey Abrams. What you guys reported what the fuck is the that Stacey she Abrams? did. Dude, tell him. She's a bad, bad woman. Tell him. Stacey Abrams, she's an organizer. She's been an activist since she was, she's, literally since she could walk. She talks about being an activist. And she set up these sleeper she needs to cells walk a little bit more. all over mm. the state of Georgia. She's a black woman. 
where she's going. been organizing for 10 years. And you can't even really say this anymore without somebody yelling at you. But her foundation was funded by George Soros in the beginning. She thanks George Soros in her book. The Soros family has given her millions of dollars and they've built this infrastructure of vote registering is about as close to voter harvesting as you can come without doing it. They have, they have gaming trucks go around to, to right now they're targeting people who were 17 during the general election, but are going to be 18 by January 5th. And they're getting AOC on and Twitch and they're giving them free Adidas shoes. If they come talk about the candidates and what the candidates will do for them. And they're not mm. talking to them about the Republicans. They're just telling them who to vote for. And yeah, one of her organizations under investigation right now, but I, I doubt. She'll get any, unless you so AOC to to on her push page. Is AOC showing cleavage? Unfortunately, she's That's not. An important question. Yeah. <laughs> she wears a lot of turtlenecks type type stuff. AOC, you know. what's, up the, what's up with these it's goddamn progressive chicks, man? Come on. If you have an asset, if you have something that you can use to indoctrinate the next generation, that socialism is the shit. You're right. I mean, she could use that. She's uh, I'm glad I mean, she's, she's not. She's not, she's not an unattractive woman, even though I would. You know, she is my she, ideological enemy who I will burn her house around if I ever have the opportunity. But yeah, she's she just top she like a nightmare to me, though. Like Thank she's probably Paul. her boyfriend is probably. Does not get oh, I don't think so. She's acting. Yeah. I think she's very. I, I mean, she interned for Ted Kennedy when she was in college. She is much more refined and intelligent than. Her current role. Her her resume when she graduated, she could have gotten an interview probably with any Fortune 500 company in the world. She'd already started multiple businesses and she was giving speeches on campus on a regular basis. I mean, she had the type of resume you dream of as a 20 year old. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they just kind of wiped that away. And she's just just a dumb bartender. (laughs) She says in a blog before she was well known that she is moving there to New York to go be an organizer. And that's why you take that role so that you can be in a role that the people you're organizing identify with. So her whole what is this? The departed? Where she like, you know, <laughs> she goes goes yeah. and bends herself into into the movement. Pretty much. She, yeah. She, yeah. She, 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 she didn't, she didn't even do like that. Me. She didn't even do that. People have gone to those neighborhoods, of course, and they've asked around and nobody's ever seen her before. They've yeah. never seen her at the laundromat or at the right. gas station no, or at the grocery store. She just she's never been there before. And yet she's person. representing these people. I did. Yeah, exactly. I her brother submitted her as a candidate. Research on that. But that's bullshit. It is. That's bullshit because <laughs> I think I think so because she was already she got she said first of all she was just a waitress until that guy Austin was a blockbuster hit on Jeopardy as a craft cocktail savant. Oh yeah, uh, on, and then all of a sudden they changed it to her. She was a craft cocktail bartender like on that day, but she she did a TED talk when she was in, still like just got out of college. I think it was. She interned for Ted Kennedy. There is no way she was just some sloppy waitress and her her brother, you know, she's the accidental congresswoman because her brother, like, you know, put her name into a hat. And oh my God, they picked her name. I just this don't, like I just don't buy that. This is literally she, she the plot from the party. party. <laughs> she, didn't go to, she said she didn't go to jail you know, and add it up. <laughs> she had the cranberry juice. Whitey Bulger's. <laughs> James Bulger, yes, the third Whitey Bulger's nephew, is Hunter Biden's partner. Really? Yeah. That's an interesting mm-hmm. Yes, she was an acting major and a physics I'm major. Not, oh, yeah, she, she might have been the next Neil deGrasse she Tyson. Yeah, she and AOC did not. School, AOC right? moved, her family moved to that uh, white liberal neighborhood in Yorktown, New York, <laughs> when she was two years old. They lie about that. You can find the, the record for her parents' house. I thought she was from the block, yo. 
Yeah, Sandy. <laughs> from Sandy. Of Jesus, what are you? I very much think that AOC was intended to be millennial Obama. Mm-hmm. Same creating of the person, same. Yeah. Right, yeah, like think, the, the crafting of the story, because you don't, because yeah. here's the deal. We're here yeah. discussing her past. Just we don't know where she came from. We just <laughs> know that she appeared. And now she's they like socialist. in the Congress. I think they so. change the image, the persona yeah. for what's needed at that time. And they can change a person's persona Always. or they can change yeah. which person they put forward. <laughs> okay, we were talking. Yeah, back to, the, back to the pills. We were talking about pills, and you guys are all reminding me of my favorite pill, which I bring up the fire pill, which is the burn it all down pill. And my favorite thing about this year, which is what you guys have brought up as well, is the fact that more and more people are turning to that fire pill and they're realizing, oh, wait, this whole system, this whole paradigm, yeah, it's not worth savaging. Like, this is garbage. This is, should just be burned. Throw it away. Fire Can pill. we call it the orange and, uh, pill, or does the orange man already? No, that? fire. Fire is cooler. I like that. So has I'm, anybody seen Colin Quinn's red state? It's, it's all. It's all a disaster. It's not. There's nothing to nothing I, to salvage yeah, here. It was pretty good. good? Yeah, Colin Quinn's uh, red state blue state is surprisingly good. And like it first it. aired on it CNN. Um, oh, it's really? he's making an argument for the segregation <laughs> of the country. Uh, good. And oh he, he even God, really? he even. Yeah, and he even references like going into like red states and just how conservative and straight up everything is, and and then the mayhem um, and the socialism of the blue states and all this kind of stuff. But it's actually really good. And I think it came out about a year and a half or two wondering. ago. What what is it? Oh, no a documentary, way. a movie, a series, a mini it's, it's a comedy special. Yeah, oh, it's a comedy special. It's more yeah. like a monologue. It's, yeah, I, I wouldn't yeah, call yeah. it stand up. It's more okay. of a monologue. Colin Quinn. Okay. It's very well done. It's, fun, it's funny, but it's not jokes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Because I think I, I couldn't help but arrive at that conclusion this year. Like, this is ridiculous. There's no reason to have the United States stitched up like this if people are just completely at odds and it's clearly geographically divisible. And then <laughs> as soon as I had that thought, I thought they want me to have that thought. That's the thought they want me to have. I don't know why, but that has been implanted, incepted, as Cam would say. Into they, they do. They do want you to give up all hope, right? Yeah. They want you to be like, yeah, look, if, look if I can't talk on Facebook, if I can't talk but on YouTube, I can't burn talk on down Twitter. This disgusting, violent system isn't being without hope. <laughs> all it's saying is looking <laughs> right. at the system for what it is, looking at the fact that we have all these layers of government, every one of which will act as yeah. a dictator given the right opportunity. No, this is not worth salvaging. This is garbage. This is why this is why I went black in, into a dark place. Like, yes. The hottest fire burns white really? to it. <laughs> I was thinking that, that the fire pill might actually be white. But uh, yeah, no, the black pill is a poison pill. Obviously. Oh, yeah, nihilism nihilism long term, like that's that, that stuff gets very poisonous, right? Yeah. If you look at the world continuously, it's just like it's 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 against me. I've lost all hope to hell with it and stuff like that. You don't understand that at the other end of this, I've told my children this my, my, when this whole started and everybody was freaking out. I'm like, no, this isn't going to be the worst of it yet. This gets darker. Once it gets darker, <laughs> there will be light at the other end of this. Love you, and, honey. Um, this is what I've told my daughter. I told him. I told him both. It's He's just like, great yeah, no. killing them. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, no, 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 no. This is going to get worse. Like, oh, God, this is awful, Dad. No, no, no. It gets worse. <laughs> I like how you compared it to uh, no, no, not yet. How about now, Dad? No. Because if, <laughs> if you consider this like the second act, there you don't have a happy 
second act. You, that's oh, no. when this is, yeah, yeah. This is this is revenge. That's of when the they empire right. This is, yeah, Empire Strikes Back. This is what we are in, guys. So, Binkley, though, this reminds me of when we were talking to Legal Man, and I was like, oh, I'm really worried for my kids, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah. Worry. don't worry about your kids. Don't worry about that at all. They're not going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That was I remember that. Dude, I was, I was just like, what? I know. I, oh, I was not okay. Uh, it's too much and just right at the same time. <laughs> I haven't even had kids yet, and it freaks me out. And then that yeah, conversation no, and then, didn't help. Did not help. This is why this, like, this year, is making you feel things, better because you don't have kids. No. This is why it, I'm like, hoping for the friends. aliens. This is why I'm hoping for the invasion. This is well, that's this the is, fire pill. Yeah, I, I'm just like so. I'll bring like, the alien fire. The, Pen the Pentagon is like, you know what, guys? We've been bullshitting that whole time, man. Nah, there's some, shit from, there's some shit from up there. We don't know what the fuck it is, guys. We don't know. Like, wait, what? They're not going to let us in the Galactic Federation. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to be in the Galactic Federation. It's oh really God. too bad. <laughs> that is, that, that's the story from that Israeli guy, right? The Galactic yeah, Federation. Yeah, Aliens are real, and there's a Galactic Federation, but we're not allowed in because we're not ready. We failed we're not ready. Contact. We're not we literally ready. failed. We have not mass compliant enough for the aliens. Yeah, but that's that's <laughs> we being the majority of humanity. Of course, the elites who talk to these people, you know, who talk to these yeah. interdimensional beings, yeah, they're allowed they're allowed yeah, to the talk interdimensional to virus the rest, Yeah, they can't tell us that you know they can't let us talk to them because we're not ready. I don't know. Man. Stuff with the UFO crafts and the, the Navy crafts, I think those are. I think that's technology. That I mean, if if there's crafts that our Navy pilots can't catch up to and they know about it, then that should be the biggest story in the world. We should all be terrified. But they're so nonchalant about that whole story. They, <laughs> yeah, no, they, they, they kind of just released a little bit of a little bit over the course right. of the year. And right. they're just like, it's fine though. I'm just like, wait Whoa, a minute, guys. Like, but of course, this year they're just distracting people. Yeah, that's what it. That's what it felt like. Yeah, yeah. That's what we literally felt like. Like, um, yeah, we know we've locked you in your homes. We destroy your livelihoods. We've scared the shit out of you. And by the way, we're going to reset the <laughs> entire economy. Aliens, look, look, <laughs> yeah. look I heard you guys in the Army War College podcast talking about airplane, like special black ops airplanes buried underneath Area Fifty One and stuff. That that I don't want to raid Area Fifty One. I want to dig up Area Fifty One and yeah. see all the stuff they have buried underneath it. I, I think those drones are. I don't know if it's our technology or some other we'll country. <laughs> Was it last September? God damn, you guys remember? Those were good times. So long ago. So <laughs> long ago. Yeah. I was so compressed and weird. I can't tell what's what. I'll be like, oh, that was six months ago. Like, no, it wasn't. It was two years ago. I just. Uh, <laughs> I hate Bingo. it. It's so rude. How much what time you is stolen from this us? This year can't end quick enough. And I'm just going to end it, hugging my family, probably catching more COVID. And uh, just, just uh, drink it here. It's going to be fantastic. Build that like we keep saying that, and it keeps getting worse every year. Yeah. Back in 2019, I we're know. like, man, 2020 is going to be yes. a year. Exactly. Yeah. Look at what yeah. happened. I was like, I can't yeah. wait. 2020, we're going to do it. I'm going to do it. That's great. Well, look, from a, here, here's the deal. As the resident technology guy, I can tell you, like, it's been an amazing fucking year technology-wise. There you go. But do we but like that? Reddit, yeah. it's probably the pieces of the technological terror that will enslave us. But yeah. it's been amazing. Well, well every yeah. year, every year at New Year's, I sit and I kind of mm -hmm. think of positive affirmations. Like this year, I, I, I imagine this and this will happen. And this, this 
at this New Year's beginning of 2020, I'm sitting there thinking, all right, here's where I'm supposed to think of the positive things that I really think are going to happen this year. Hmm. And I was at a complete blank. I just went, I I don't know. It's just a blank. So I went to sleep. (laughs) It's the first year I felt that way in at least eight years. It's like, that's weird. Now now it all makes sense. That's who we blame. Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) But I want to know what Binkley's white pill of the year is. I do want to know what what he thinks is the highlight of the year. Oh, man. I'm not. I'm not a black pill person. I, I'm pretty, I'm probably too optimistic. Uh, I, only I think whites I, for him. I think that, yeah, ex- no, well, it's <laughs> whites only. white pills. I think that a lot of people have kind of woken up a little Thanks bit more. A lot of people have gone more into their, their corners, but a lot of people have been willing to ask more questions uh, that I've noticed anyway. And I think that's always a good thing. The more people that are asking questions, the better, the, the more you can think independently and make decisions based on, based on what, you, what you look at and what you critically think about. And I, I always think that it's good. I don't think the battle is against a big, giant global superstructure because that's an impossible thing to win. I think the battle is, is what you can do that's in front of you. And the more that everybody is fighting that battle, having conversations one-on-one with people because I can't by myself tear down a, a global superstructure of evil Klaus Schwab, you know, and, and neither can anybody else. But I can influence people that I talk to one-on-one and so can everybody else. So I, that – yeah, we the fact that more people them. are asking questions, I think that would be the, the white pill of the year for me. We can ridicule yeah. them. Yes. You Absolutely can ridicule them. And should. I think the biggest thing I've noticed, too, is like now that I can point to instances where you're, you're where I can tell people I know who are blue-pilled or normies, you're being lied to. Yeah. And they will look at it critically. They will now look at something they read critically from mainstream media or anything coming from the cathedral as a whole. They will yeah. look at it critically now. Yeah. Well, even if it's true, they will somehow, too will, many people still, still swallow it whole. And That's true. There's, there's a lot of that in my family. Too, That's but, true. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. But I mean, but, but, but they question it a little bit more. I, my, my niece, yeah. my niece was one of these examples this year where a transgender guy apparently got gunned down. A black transgender person got gunned down by the police. She got angry initially. Then she read the article. This person had knifed someone up before. When the police then confronted said him, her, uh, she, she, he went at them, and so the cops had to gun her it down, right? So ultimately, there was context to the story, and now she, and now she looks at the news more critically, and I said, thank you. Do that. You should also show her the story of Anthony McLean in Pasadena, which is near where I live now, where he was shot twice in the back by a cop who said, oh, my cop cam was off. He had a gun. None of that stuff was in evidence. Nothing happened. And I mean, it was the most egregious like cop gunning down a guy in back I have ever seen. It just happened a couple of months ago. No national coverage whatsoever. The because only reason only I know about that story is because of you the, guys. This, yeah, the stories that create conflict, those are the only ones that hit the national stage. So, like, her getting mad was their point, but only if somebody else was going to get mad at her for getting mad. Now, yeah. you made her just, like, stand down because she saw the truth of the, the ambiguity or the true mm-hmm. story or whatever. But this Anthony McLean thing should have been the number one story because of how unambiguous so it was, and it was. Yeah. I'm an African American. They all they when when they look at me and, and they, they talk about something about the cops. I'm like, don't tell me about the cops. 
Yes, right. Don't tell me about the guys. But I don't. I mean, I can't think of any other reason. <laughs> that they don't for everybody show, listening, you, know, don't, you don't hate Trump, you hate your dad is scrolling across the screen right now. <laughs> <laughs> because I that think it's true. true. <laughs> <Because> I think <laughs> a little truth to that, yeah. <laughs> to some wow, point. that's crazy, man. When did this so this happened what in back in September or earlier? This or was, was it what, <clears> August? It oh, okay, it was like August in Pasadena. Okay. Yeah. I think it was August. And, yeah, it was August. And, yeah, August and immediately, 16th. within two days, the Pasadena cops put out a six-minute compilation video of everything they had. And they said he had a gun. They have an unnamed witness that said they saw the guy throw the gun. They show a picture of the gun, which is broken into pieces. I guess throwing a gun makes it just shatter like glass. And they shot him twice in the back. He was on. He was like on probation for pot, and I think he had pot down his pants. I mean, that was literally what it looked like. The guy was stopped was, for having like a bad license plate. It was a crazy did this, uh, did, story. Did this and call it retaliation should... from gangs in the area? Hmm. No, the nobody. No, no, nothing. Okay, okay so the cop prosecuted. You know, there's just it was totally buried because they decided not to make it a big issue. And I mean, yep. it was really <clears> shocking because <throat> it was too obvious. Everybody would have agreed on it. They need the ones that are. That's what I'm saying. Ambiguous. Like, I yeah. feel like that reveals like you could show it. Was it your niece who, <laughs> you know, you could show her and say, look, this stuff is out there to bait yeah. you, to cause division, to create conflict, to make a racial divide. When in fact, there's an us and a them. They're fucking with us. And this is an example of how they do that. Yeah. I think. I never, I never heard about that. Now I'd heard about some other guy who right. got shot by the, by the, by the, by the uh, sheriff's department out there, and then like there was on the bicycle. Yeah, and there was actually retaliation that, that wasn't, against them. That wasn't even as big a deal as this one was. It'll no, no, this one sick. seems pretty cut and dry and awful. Fucking um, ridiculous! And the guy's <laughs> cam was off. Come on, he he should be brought up on charges just for not having the camera on. Because yeah, then yeah, anyone's going to turn right? off the camera anytime they're about to do something bad. Like, you can't get away with that. It was yeah. off. This is probably Fire at the height down. of the... Burn it down. The blue. Back, this is probably Burn at the height of the back to blue as cities were burning to the ground. So it's going to... It's going to... So that's, a, that's another thing I've gotten from my, my, my MAGA friends of, of, of late is like they're, they've started to have a little bit more distrust of the blue. Yes. Thank God. <clears throat> yes. And I'm just like, where were you guys at? All right. Uh, Ryan, what is your white pill of the year? Well, I mentioned earlier, my my white pill is that other people are getting the fire pill. So people are realizing, oh, wait, Woo! it's not a matter of getting the right party in power. This whole system is garbage. It's not a matter of getting the right person in the office because, oh, it's it's garbage. It's not a matter of getting the right mayor because any mayor could say one day, we're going to, you have to stay home and, and you have nothing you can do about it. The whole system's crap and needs to be burned down. So I love the fact that people are losing their faith in the system and going, oh yeah, this is garbage. This does need to be burned down. Let's, let's do something. So my white pill is the fire pill. So the white For pill. The fact that other people are being fire pilled. <laughs> Burn it down. <laughs> nothing to say. How about you, Maddie? Um... As the resident libertarian hippie that says hippie shit from time to time, um, I want to, well, so this kind of like is a mix of just something uh, to comment on. But um, so I am grateful that 
not only me, I guess, but like other people like us, we have uh, Christian <laughs> Whitmer out of here. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Sorry, I was proud of that one. <laughs> um, so apparently nice. my apparently my throat chakra is open, which means um, I guess I don't feel inhibited in speaking my mind, which. I guess it's a good thing considering how restricted I feel. I know, right? Like, thank you. How um, restricted I feel kind of in real life and in my day to day. But like I do have a podcast. I am able to speak out. I do have an outlet. I do have folks that listen to me. Crazy enough. Like people listen to me. Um, And so, you know, the white pill in that is that I'm not alone. We're not alone. There are more people waking up. There are more people speaking out. And even people that you wouldn't think might be speaking out. Like we're talking to this um, nurse next week that you you, like wouldn't expect certain people and personalities on Instagram or Twitter. Like these like, okay, this is going to sound terrible, but like these really like pretty girls and stuff that, um, you know, that are just not what you would expect for this movement and uh, to, engage people to critically think and to ask questions and to, you know, challenge authority. So, you know, there's more people than you would think that are asking these questions and are speaking out. And that's probably my white pill. Like the people that have been surprising me lately on social media that um, you wouldn't expect to necessarily speak out and take the unpopular positions that they are, but they are. And so I think that's an incredibly positive thing. You got any white pills, Jesse? I already said mine. I feel like the people that want to, they want to make us all get vaccines and they want us to all trust the science. Those are also the people that they don't want to have children or they're having abortions and they're the ones that their genes are going to die. And they're calling themselves. Mine are going to keep going. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm teaching my children everything that they need to know. I'm not encouraging them to go to college. I'm just teaching them how to think for themselves. And, yeah, you know, that's my, that's my white pills that I'm having children while the rest of them are trying to tell people not to have children. Speaking and of your children will have children, which all. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, have a we all have children who are waiting. They're a fresh one. Oh yeah, <laughs> maybe the next couple of minutes. Yeah, next couple of minutes, next couple of hours. Maybe by daybreak, you'll have another one. She's had her tearing. It could be happening right now. Have you checked in a second? Yeah, how's she doing? Does she have a doula here? All right. No, the the midwife will come when the time is right. Okay. All right. <laughs> She's, you know, I was, I was kind of hoping that in the middle of this, she, she would have the baby. Yeah. And I'd have to and be like, oh, hey, the labor pains I'd have to the, be like, yeah. hey, one second. And then I leave and I catch the baby. Then I come back in with the baby. Straight out of Monty Python. the menu. It's more fun if you don't cut the cord and then your wife comes behind. Come on. Give me a minute. Get back here. I mean, that'd be That's a great way to really end a podcast is, is a birth. Very Christmas-like, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, tis the season. Mm. So I, I think... Like, oh, yeah, like, nice. That. 
Before <laughs> we head out, I'm not Rogan. I will end up talking to probably oh, not? several of you for the next couple of hours because that's what happens every time I turn off the stream. I gotta go. But <laughs> won't be me. I gotta go. I do too. Before before we go, I I want to hear what you guys hope for the new year. I, I we had a shitty year. That's a fact. We had a hard year. We had a year filled with red pills, black pills, white pills. And a lot of it has to do with how you choose to perceive what's going on around you, what you focus on. I've said multiple times that I think a lot of the reason people are blackpilled is because they hyper-focus on, polit- on the political and that the political, that politics to steal from Dune is the soul killer. And so I think what I would love to hear is one you know, tell these people Merry Christmas that are sitting in their homes, feeling sad, feeling alone, can't be with the people that they want to be with. Also, what do you hope for the new year? Because I think that that's a good positive note to lead this thing out with. And I'm going to start with Dent. <laughs> He's what you're thankful you were for in the new year? Is this a thing? No. I'm hopeful for myself or hopeful for the whole world? Either way, what's what's what do you think is bears sharing? What is a hope that can be shared? Revealed to I, us how selfish you are. Yeah, <laughs> it's all about uh, what I want to do. Um, so yeah, I, I my next step is I want to buy a lot of land. Um, I'm, I'm here in South Carolina, so there's a lot of good land to be had, very inexpensive. And um, I've also got a building plan that I already had quoted. Uh, uh, from the people who built the building that I'm in uh, right now to be able to move more out into the country, um, to have no neighbors. We've got a couple of acres, but we're still like in a country neighborhood. So my whole plan is to move one more time in my life and to have, a, you know, it could be maybe maybe 20 to 40 acres would be nice to have. Um, and uh, just to kind of get away, not to delete the whole world, but to certainly have a place uh where they're not so close by. So that's my goal is to find more freedom in my own life because I damn sure don't think that we're going to find more of it out there in the near future. And I know that Ryan just bought a large plot of land that's going to, has it started clearing yet, Ryan? Uh, This week, uh, it should probably, last I talked to him, he was saying Saturday morning. So still technically this week, but just a couple days from now. And you bet we'll be there on Sunday looking over to see. <laughs> It'll be fun to actually see the area where the house will be as opposed to just the wooded area, what it is right now. <laughs> so so since I'm already talking, I'll go. Uh, yeah, what I'm hopeful for this year and what I'm looking forward to this year and what I want this year in Jesus' name is local community. You know, like yes. we've, yeah. we've where we've been in the past, we've never felt kind of the peace to put down deep roots where we are now, we have our land or, you know, we have our spot and we're planning to just dig in here for whatever happens in the next who knows how long. So we really want to start building local community with, you know, people right nearby that we can, that we can you know, fellowship with and that we can be together with and do things with and have that, that local support, not just on the internet. I love you guys, but we're really looking yeah, forward to yeah. having to building some local community, you know? And yeah. 
What about you, Thaddeus? I think after the darkness that is this year and the deaths that we will probably plummet into next year, I think at a coming out of 2021, we will probably see the greatest flourishing of human innovation that the world has ever known. I think we will. Unfortunately, I don't think we're going to, it, it won't look like it, it won't feel like it. As the tech guy, I, I'm seeing the innovations. And while I can see where some of the innovations will be, all right, they might be able to build the technological terrors of the future. I definitely do see our ability to um, advance, advance in medicine, understand health, particularly after this year, particularly with all the comorbidities that have been you know, yeah, ravaging people. I think we get better at health. I think we get better at really just communication. You know, you got to think and understand from my perspective, right? There's going to literally be uh, 2,000 satellites in orbit beaming internet to the middle of nowhere, New Mexico in the coming year. So, I mean, but there is darkness coming. And so I think you just need to get yourself in a spiritual and spiritually in a good position, uh, health-wise in a good position, and you need to be prepared for not necessarily hating the Great Reset, but understanding that it will be the greatest um, opportunity in human history to build wealth, health, and community. That's it. Yeah. Hell yeah. How about you, Maddie? That sounds before really you hopeful. Fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before I fall asleep. <laughs> uh, I'm hopeful for what time uh, is this maybe 11:30. It's like 11:20, and it's definitely past my bedtime. And uh, this heated blanket is, you know, really doing its job. Um, so what am I hopeful for for next year? I mean, last this past year has been crazy for everybody. And um, funny enough, I decided to actually, like, buy a house in the beginning of the year before the world ended. Even though I was like, I'm an Austrian, like, I understand Austrian economics. I know the economy is going to crash, but I kind of need this house. And so, you know, and I could afford it. So I bought this house. And then, of course, the world, like, ended. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, this was a good idea. Um, but actually, like, it really was. And it, I needed this space. I needed this house. I needed um, this retreat. And so my hopes for next year, I'll be selfish. It's about me. But, you know, again, it's because... I need to be able to create peace here and within my own <laughs> four walls before I can bring it to other people. And so while I want it for other people, I have to really like focus on continuing to build it here. So working on that. Um, and then, cause like, you know, I'm going to spread the message. Any, any of my messages better as a more peaceful person. And then something else I've been working on all year that, it, I'm dismayed that, you know, we don't hear more about it, but ha- focusing on my health and actually like building my immune system and trying to make sure I get a balanced diet, um, you know, supplement intake, things that, you know, are actually going to probably strengthen me for the long run. Um, so, you know, continue doing that. And I think a lot more people, another like maybe white pill for this year. And then I think, I'll carry through for next year. And then I hope other people will as well is that a lot of people probably did start taking better care of themselves this year. I mean, like, sure. We know the obese people that wear masks and yell at you if you're not wearing yours (laughs) and that continue to like shovel down the fast food. But we also know the opposite, the people that are like, okay, well maybe I shouldn't 
drink all the time because um, alcohol actually like weakens your immune system. Um, so just, you know, making better choices for myself and it, trying to be the example I want to be for other people that I hope make better choices for themselves too. That's as bad as, uh, you know, much as I can get since the government sucks and that's not going away next year. <laughs> How about you, Jesse? Sucks. Um, gosh, that's a huge question, isn't it? Uh, there are a lot of things I'm hopeful for. I, I, I think that everywhere I look, I see white pills. I, I don't get the doomers at all because I think no matter Same which... Mode. Yeah, <laughs> which angle you look at it from, there is a lot of positivity on the horizon. And um, like Thaddeus was saying, to recognize opportunity comes in the form of the destruction of what is there, clears the way for new things to be born. And, you know, we can have an enlightenment. We can have a renaissance if uh, we remember what we value. And those, uh, you know, call them Western values, call them Christian values, call them whatever you will. The things that bind our society and make it strong are things that have stood the test of time and have lasted past way worse pandemics and way worse wars and turmoil than we're facing right now. So um, I, I, my hope is that I will see even more people turning back to those values of, of family, community, um, spirituality, uh, you know, just all of the things that have, like I said, stood the test of time, because that's what's going to um, support us through whatever comes in the future. I agree. True that. <clears throat> How about you, uh, Jesse Vixie? I mean, a lot of you guys have already kind of said kind of the things I was thinking, but I guess, you know, most of what I'm looking forward to is just like the continuing awakening of every, especially the conservatives. I really feel like if for, you know, if Trump doesn't achieve what he's hoping to achieve, I can only see more conservatives being more woke about the, the party system and how it's just a failure. And it doesn't achieve anything that they want it to achieve. So I think that will be a good thing. And I just hope maybe like what Tim, you know, I don't know if you guys have been listening to Tim. Um, uh, Tim Pool. Yeah, Tim Pool. He's talking about how more <laughs> conservatives are wanting to be more creative. I think that's a good thing. Like more conservatives or more people who are not on the left need to create more art and need to create more things that make us feel and think in a deeper level than what has been happening before. Yeah. That's what I hope too. How so about you? Jar things Jar that are like Tim's show. <laughs> so, uh, how about you? Jar Jar Binkley. Uh, I'm looking forward to people going out and doing stuff again. And uh, the, the, the reluctance in which they'll do it because I'm looking forward to mocking it and making fun of it. And, and I, I, I'm in our community and I'm looking forward to people dancing around and, and being weird. Cause I, I want to mock the shit out of it. And it's going to be a lot of fun when it opens wait. back up. And I think that you should do that in, in a respectable way. But I, I'm also looking forward to just, just, 
they are going to, stuff is going to quote open back up and there will be new stuff put in place, but it's, I, I'm, I, I don't see the doom and gloom stuff. I, I can see how I understand how people see the doom and gloom. I do get that. But I, I, I also, I, I, I don't think, I don't like, I don't like taking things too seriously. You, you treat them, you don't take yourself no. seriously in my opinion, but you do treat subject matter seriously. But I, I'm looking forward to mocking the, the shit out of a lot of things the way that the new behaviors that people uh, bring in. And I think yes, that, yeah. I, I think that, you, you know, do what you fucking want, but just do it <laughs> in, in a respectful way, you know? It, so fuck it. Do fuck what whatever the fuck they say and, and, and go out and do your thing. And when people are with you, talk to them about it. If they're not, then, then respect them, but do what the fuck you want. And I think if everybody took that attitude, I, I think that we'd all be in a lot better place personally. Amen to that. Absolutely. Yeah. How about you, Monica? Alice. <laughs> well, my hopes are the center. very narrow. Yes, I'm back to being Alice. I feel honored. She's definitely the coolest one. So I feel like uh, my hopes are very narrow. One is, and I have real hope for this, <laughs> is that if that the worst of whatever those vaccines will do to people will be exposed very quickly, like before my teenagers beg me to get it so they can go out. And I fear like they're gonna, whatever. I, I'd, I, just, I have a hope that like after a month, they'll just like, okay, we can just kind of back off of this. Yeah, and, or we can't mandate you know, it. So least. the truth will be known, yes, Clee. And that falls into the fact that I'm really looking forward to going back to see live music, which I think is coming back in the fall. And I'm just hoping that somehow people pull back from the edge of just the stampede to vaccines, or at least that that I don't have to get swept up in that so that I go back and do normal things. I just hope that there is some way that the voluntary person isn't going to have to do this thing because hopefully the truth will be known, whatever that is. Yes. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. That's right. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. Happy, Happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. All that stuff. And so <laughs> when you say Merry Christmas, I, I think for me, I should share what my white pill is before I uh, walk us out, which is the fact that this year I was able to move to a place that's a little more free. I was able to move to a place where the governor decided that the localities could not actually cite me for not wearing a mask or not doing what they mm -hmm. wanted to do. That's great. Yep. I think that the fact is I, in the next day or so, am going to have a new, a brand new little girl that I get to love. And the fact is I am outbreeding my enemies in ways they didn't think possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not I was the able, only one. I was able to buy a car that will fit us all. I'm hoping in some sense that I could find a little more financial freedom this year. That's a, definitely a goal. Um, but my hopes for this year are, ironically enough, for more division between the left and the right. I want to see the breakdown of the respectability of their civility between these people. I need these people to f kind of realize that these elites are their enemies, that they're people who want to control them, who want to them to submit. I mean, they'd rather have them dead, but submission is fine. And they're fire pill. 
Um, I think I would like to see people who call themselves libertarians to lead by example rather than by uh, rhetoric or fiat. I, I, I hope that more people realize that they don't have to be controlled. You know, I, I think the greatest hope that I have is always going to be that the Lord returns in power that the king comes back and resumes his reign. But my goal, my resolution for this next year is to tell Joe Biden every day on Twitter to go fuck himself. So with that, thank you, Jess- Jessica. Thank you, Dent. Thank you, Thaddeus. Thank you, Monica and Binkley, who I've given the nickname Jar Jar Binkley, and I'm going to try to make that Love stick. That. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> the voluntary vixens, and, Justin, and my very good friend Ryan Burgett for joining me, and to the audience, to everyone who who stuck around to listen to this or to watch this, grab every white pill that you see, have a merry Christmas, and do your best to stay sane. Yeah.